as Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Not so happy hammers. Hello and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland, the the Arsenal podcast of the year two thousand and six to two thousand and eleven. Five continuous years of the best Arsenal podcast in the world. I'm lying. They never did it. With me this afternoon tonight to talk about the uh, West Ham United zero, Arsenal all of the goals is Deke. How are you doing, Treacle? What a game, Danny. What a game. I watched the entire thing in 40 minutes because I went. I was still at half past eight this morning. I was texting Sophie from the Highbury squad and I said, I've not been to bed yet. I'm sitting in bed. I'm watching Jay Streasy wandering around India and having a lovely time of it. Finally got to sleep at nine, up every three hours for, for a tinkle. And then when my alarm went off at five minutes to two and I thought, nah. Nah, mate, nah. I shall go back to sleep and then set my alarm for six, get up, download it and watch it. And that's exactly what I did. And that's why we are eight minutes late. I am I'm delighted with that because uh, West Ham have beaten us twice this season. And they all of a sudden think they're the big boys in London. But today we showed them who really are the big boys in London, didn't we? Yeah, we didn't just we just didn't, you know, defeat them. We absolutely demolished them. I was gutted we didn't get a seventh because I was saying to Danny, if we got a seventh goal, we would have uh, we would have got a goal difference just above Man City and stolen the uh, second spot. But there we are. Can't have everything, can't have everything, can you, Danny? Can't have everything. No. Where do we start with this then? Because let's say hello to some of the, the uh, yeah, so loads. So people. We have got uh, Stefan is there. Hi, gentlemen. I'm watching the African Afcon. Uh, who do I? Is, isn't it Nigeria v Cameroon? Or the Ivory, no, Ivory Coast. I know it was two of the big boys made it to the final, which is... Uh, I have no idea. I've not been watching it. Not no, watching it. I've been keeping a, a B, BDI on it. West Ham says... Uh, Stefan says, fuck West Ham. Lovely. Alan is there. Big win today. Certainly is. English winning Canada. Evening. Shouldn't we be Shouldn't we be watching the AFCON? No. Steph is. Hambo Gumball. Yeah, baby. And I'm a Canadian Englishman, says Stefan. No, he's not. No, he's not. I've seen him. He's 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 got an allergic reaction to uh, all things North American. Brady's banana is there. Uh, leaving before half time. Low might have a picture of that. Uh, Hambo shell shocked by the Arsenal. There's uh there's thirty of you watching at the moment, which is which is which is lovely. And there's twelve of you watching on the on the Twitters. And if you talk on the Twitter, it will come up on our page like this, like this is saying YouTube, a little thing there. And we can highlight your message if you put it in the chat inside the Twitter thing. Um, and then I can see it. So if you are watching it on Twitter, give it a retweet, give a little like. You never know, some other people might come and join us. So Deke, uh looking at the starting lineup, no hey hoos, no Zinchenko. Um, that's good for me because I don't like either of them. Havertz up front, so you know there's going to be elbows and 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 taking no prisoners. And uh, it's looking pretty good, isn't it? That lineup looking quite promising, especially after the last game. It's, it's rare that um, Arteta will 
will win a couple of games and keep the same formation, but he's done it, didn't he? Yes, he did, but he changed the style ever so slightly, um, very much leaning into the classic false nine. Mm. Um, there was a lot of websites that were saying that Trossard was starting up top and Havertz was playing in the middle of the park. But we noticed that throughout the game, there was a lot of intertwining between Martinelli, Saka, um, Havertz and uh, Trossard. It allows you to have the fluidity of being able to be become unmarkable. And I definitely saw that today. We saw a lot of interchanging. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I will say, however, ESR having another injury, I just, I don't know what to say about that. If I'm honest with you. on that? I didn't obviously see anything. Apparently he twisted his ankle or something. He oh. twisted his, he twisted his ankle. So we don't know how bad it's going to be or whatever, but I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Kivior, yeah, starting a left back again. I thought he had a brilliant game today, Kivior. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really put anything, uh, put a foot wrong. Um, I guess it's not really a, a high bar to set from Zinchenko with his defensive qualities with me quotation marks. Um, but yeah, I was very excited about the false nine uh, from the very beginning. Um, and uh, what we saw from West Ham that they were, they were setting up to be very defensive. So another sort of anti uh, anti football style of play that we were going to be looking at. And uh, they got punished for it, Danny. They got punished. They certainly did. And, and a punishment they did need because, uh, I don't like West Ham. I used to quite like West Ham, but they're booing um, Rice every time, every chance they get when he was playing for us. They're just bitter. Without that 105 million, you wouldn't have any of the decent players that you bought in the summer. A little bit classless, ever... isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit mm. classless, the booing. I, I get it. You boo, you know, all the Arsenal players or whatever. I don't really care. But the fact that they booed Rice, it yeah, it did make me question everything. And it was like a half-hearted boo. I don't think every West Ham fan was booing him. I think it's just a contingency of absolute morons who have no actual concept of football, and they were probably part of the brigade that led the charge to leave at half-time. So, fuck them. we got a little picture of that. Um, Also, um, what uh, Stefan says, go and search for Selby Street in Vancouver, named after my granddad. Oh. Vancouver's a nice city. I I lived in Vancouver for like three months. So, quite a nice place. Ah, Paul, the Everton fan is there. We boo having wooden fucking seats. You don't have wooden seats at Goodison still, do you? Wow. That's a proper stadium, though. You'll be sad when you leave it. Um, right, let's... Uh, what else? First note I've got is uh, eight minutes. First foul on Saka. Got booked. Nice. That'll teach him. Makes a change, doesn't it, to uh, see a referee actually going, no, we'll have none of that. That's exactly what I wrote as well. I said, well played to the ref for actually carding somebody because you see it a lot of the time, anything under 15, 20, 25 minutes, the foul kind of gets dismissed and the referee goes, oh, it's too early to to give a card. And, and the referee wasn't scared today to give that card for the foul on Saka. So I was very happy about that. I did laugh at uh, Ariola um, thinking that he's uh, Raya with the, uh, the ball out left to try and start a counter attack. It was like... Uh, if you try and buy Raya off Wish.com, that's the keeper that you get. Yeah, because he's... Um, yeah, I, I know they've got um, Fabianski as their backup goalkeeper, and I think he's their cup goalkeeper now, which is always a little bit sad because he's a, he's a goon, and we made him. Um, him and Chesney come over from Poland because I think oh, we had... Oh, uh, Flappy. 
had uh, connections over there. Yeah, so he's getting. I mean, he's probably thirty-six now. So his days are numbered as the as the Arsenal number one keeper. I mean, as the West Ham keeper. But yeah, it's a shame that neither of those two Polish keepers worked out for the Arsenal because I like the pair of them, and they were a lot better than uh, Flamini. No, Amunia. Well, they were better than Flamini and goal. I I, li- I really like Chesney. I really like Chesney. <laughs> And he's uh, doing wonders in Italy. He had a great game last weekend against um, Inter Milan. He saved them from from losing that four 0 I can't believe that Allison was the understudy to Chesney at Juventus for, for so long. Is that what they're going? I thought they were going for Roma. Roma was it Roma? Oh, Fabian um, Chesney was at Roma Chesney. as well, wasn't he? Yes, yes, Chesney. He was understudy. They Sorry, were both, not... they were both at Roma. They were both at Roma, and yes. yeah, he was the understudy. I always find that very funny. Um, Patrick Coulson, good evening. Lovely. We're Aston Villa lost today. That's lovely. And um, helps us a little. I was a bit worried last. Were you worried yesterday when uh, Spurs won, um, Liverpool won, and Man City won? And I thought, oh, we're playing, we're playing our bogey team in in recent years. West Ham. Uh, I was thinking, oh God, maybe I'll be happy with a nil nil draw or something. I wasn't worried at all. I wasn't worried at all. Um, I had there was no there was no real moment where I was actually stressed during this game. Even before we scored, I thought we were dominant throughout the game, and I yeah I had no issues and no worries. Maybe because I was busy, but I didn't have really any time to overthink things. But yeah, I was I I it was I was comfortable from the first minute. I thought, um, especially with how that West Ham set up, um, we are definitely showing signs that we are dealing with the low block, mm. and we're able to manipulate the game to our to the best of our ability to fit with how we play. Um, so I'm getting less and less worried now when we're coming up against teams who think they can anti-football us because we've seen that now numerous times this season. And, uh, you know, more often than not, we've uh, we've done we've done the job. Miss Molina has joined us there. Hello, hope you're all right. Rick Dowling is there. Hello, Rick. Hope you're having a lovely day. Uh, Stefan says, I love Declan on right-footed set pieces. And we'll, we'll talk about the goals as we as we go along. But to have so many goals from set piece, I mean, we are, are we still, before this game, are we still the um, the team that has scored the most number of goals from set pieces this season? They before this right game, I think, we, I think we were. So um, we're definitely after this game anyway. So that's another, what, three today? Some yeah. teams don't get that in a season. Yeah. Magnificent. Uh, so uh, West Ham booing uh, Saka for wankers. <laughs> Tenth minute, Saka shoots, hits their player's arm. He leant into it for fuck's sake. Son, hardly anything was made of that. Oh, they're checking VAR. And that was it. Ridiculous. There should, do you think there should have been more made of the fact of that? I, I'm, I'm sick and tired of VAR. 17th minute, I've got VAR looking at that tug from Erdegaard. I'm just like, the, it, it's just getting to the point where they're just constantly looking for anything and everything to try and peg back the game um, to kill the flow of it. And I'm just getting a little bit bored of it all. Uh, I mean, we haven't even talked about the blue card nonsense. Just, I don't even know. really want to. I don't even really want to talk about it. No. I don't even want to give it the light of day. No. I hate the concept of it. I think it's a load of rubbish. It is a load of old shit. How about Venga and all you lot? Stop fucking with the game. You've ruined it as it is. Leave it alone. Uh, Rick says 11 goals from corners this season, most in the league. I mean, that's got to be getting up there for the most in Premier League history. Archangel, hello, Danny and Deke. Hello, Governor. Nice that you turn up. Uh, right, 16th minute, West Ham counter-attack. Kivior just about got to it and put it out for a corner. Is that the bit you were talking about? Uh, yeah. There was uh, The ball was put in and Erdegaard had a little tug 
uh, on, I think it was so far. Um, 20th minute, we have struggled to do anything attacking, even Nelly on the left-hand side. I'm not even sure he touched the ball after 20 minutes, but he soon makes up for it. 22nd minute, Saka on the right with Nelly, who puts it far post for Trossard to spank it at goal. Keeper puts it over. For me, that was the first sign that that things were hotting up, that West Ham really weren't up for it today. I know they've got Kudos, who's one of their best players, wasn't there. And their new signing, um, matey boy from West um, from Man City, he, he he came on late, was a sub. And they did look, I mean, normally they re- re- rely on Suchek, didn't they, going around elbowing people and getting stuff done. But they really struggled to... Kudos was playing. Was he? Yeah, he was playing. He got a 4.3 on Oh, one. he was on the right-hand side. I was he looking was. for him on the left. I was, imp- yeah. I was impressed with Ward-Prowse for a little bit. And then Suchek... I've always liked Ward-Prowse. I've always liked yeah, Ward-Prowse. Great player. Yeah, um, and, and Bowen's always good. That shows you what a bad game Kudas had that I didn't notice he was playing on the right-hand yeah, side. Playing. Yeah, he was Wow. So uh, he was coming up against Kivio and Havert, or not Havert, and Martinelli the whole time. That's true. That's true. 21 minutes I've got here, sack across to Trossard, should have done better. I think it was from that moment we started to realise that West Ham are not very good at dealing with crosses into the box. Mm. Um, And then we obviously had the 22 minutes with the Martinelli to Trossard and to the volley. I thought thought Havertz was really, really integral in that, where he left, he he ducked under the ball. We went to header and he ducked under the ball from the call. I think that's really, really smart, uh, intelligent play from him. Not a lot of players... Um, are in tune with listening to other players. Um, you will see them just have the effort and you'll go, oh, imagine if he left it. Imagine if he left it. Then why wasn't there a call made? So it's refreshing to see um, that these calls do happen and that the players are, unable, are able to uh, make a split decision on that in that moment and let it go back to Trossard. And yeah, he was unlucky. He was unlucky, wasn't he? But he had a, he had a really good game. Yeah, like Patrick says here, um, Kudos was outmarked by Kivio. Kivio had a really good game. Do you think it's just a matter of him needing games to be able to fit into that left-hand position? Because he's been getting a lot of grief for going, he can't play, he can't run up and down the left-hand side. He's a centre-back, but do you think it's because he's rubbish or because he's he's had a couple of games now where he's been playing in that position? I think he's a, a player with a great ability. Whether he's a player that we're going to push on with with next year, it all depends on ins and outs and whether we've got, uh, you know, movement in that area. But the, let's be honest, Danny, we said this last week, the moment Timber's back, he's going to start competing with Zinchenko and, and Kivior. And I think that we're all, you know, we'd be shocked if we don't see Timber finishing the season out in that left-back spot. Yeah, he's been included. I think people are getting a little bit carried away with themselves because Timber's been included in the, the Champions League squad. Well, that's because they're hoping he's going to be fit in time, not because he is fit. Yeah, uh, he will be back for the end of the season. Uh, Paul says uh, Ward Prowse free kicks were as good as a penalty. He is he is yep. a very skillful player. Uh, Avon not Teddington has turned up. Um, you are uh, fifteen minutes late, Avon. We've got a good excuse. Right here we go. Um, uh, uh, good work from Nelly. Squares it for Odegaard, but Odegaard too late. Nelly looking lively. He was. Yeah, he was only, what, a couple of paces away from Erdegaard, smashing it in from near the penalty spot. That would have been a great start. But then, um, oh, no, I've, I've missed one. 27th I've, minute. Er- I've got 27. Er- oh, go on then. No, no, I was going to say, Saka to Erdegaard. Yeah. Um, West Ham deflections saving them so far. I thought there was a hell of a lot of deflections up until this point. We mm. were constantly testing them, um, looking really good, was really enjoying the sort of inter- interlinking, flowing football 
that Arsenal were producing. I was really enjoying it, but uh, you know, we still hadn't got one into the back of the net. Yeah, I'd scroll down too far. I also missed 26th minute. Um, we had a 67% possession and shots at goal. No shots. At, yeah, at goal, seven to one, and uh, yeah, it's only going to get better. So, thirty-second uh, minute, there's a a goal. Do you want to there tell is. boys and girls what happened? There is. Um, can we put the picture up, Danny? We've got a little sneaky sh- uh, shot of it. Amazing. Uh, so, um, it was what like a month ago, or maybe a little bit more, that we started to see Declan Rice take corners and free kicks and stuff like that. Because Trossard we like, and Saka keep hitting the first man. Exactly, and we were like, oh. Rice is he's pretty decent at this dead ball stuff, isn't he? Yeah. He's pretty decent. He's pretty decent. And uh, yeah, he ends up getting himself uh, another assist again today with the with the first goal. I I don't know if you noticed it, Danny, but the first thing I noticed before the goal went in or whatever, I noticed that we we were changing things up a little bit. We had Saliba, Gabriel, Havertz and Kibior all way past the back post. Um, we can see Gabriel sort of standing at the back there um, on his solitary own, um, on just on the edge, edge of the six-yard box. They were further beyond that, all four of them. So I was mm. like, okay, this is very, very interesting. This is back post. Chaos um, is going to ensue. And I've never seen them set up like that. And I was really interested by it. And then we go and score from it. So I was like, okay, so we've just set up a new kind of corner style and we go and get a goal from it. And uh, Saliba, brilliant stuff. Uh, and hopefully he can get himself a, a few more goals to finish the season with. But incredible corner from Declan Rice, once again, showing the reasons why um, we're falling in love with him every single game. He's He's been one of the players of the season thus far. Clock N79 uh, on Twitter says West Ham Slags. Clock N79, actually. Oh, you're nine years younger than me. I was uh, East and lower. Um Great days. Still miss Ivory. Always will do. So um, what was I going to say about that? Um, we got that... Uh, New corner. I, mm, I, I, as I said, as I said, I found it quite interesting that they were set up quite differently. Yeah, I think I was just going to mention about when you've got so many players of that height um, all crowding around. They're all like six foot one, two, three, four, yep. all over, all over. I have a six, four, yeah, so... Yeah. And then last night I, d- I downloaded the Bayern Bayern game just because I knew it would be a great game. Didn't know what the result was, and then um, uh, watched it. And I thought some of the set pieces, for, especially from the corner that led to the first or the second goal for Leverkusen, was fantastic. And did you see the third goal for Leverkusen? I watched the. I literally watched the highlights this afternoon, waiting for the pod. Wonderful. They are playing stunning are. football right now. Wow! Did nothing. I Uh, didn't. I watched the Sky Sports that Bayern Munich didn't even have one single highlight. It was just Leverkusen, Leverkusen. They could have been like six nil. Unbelievable! They are phenomenal this season. And Xhaka just oh wow. That's what I was going to say. You're watching Xhaka Xhaka make you smile. Oh, he's such a great player. Really happy for him. Really happy. Thirty-one, thirty-one games unbeaten now. All competitions and they were behind midweek in the German Cup. Come back to win it three two. Yeah, Avon said his uh, his brother wasn't replying and he's worried about something's up with him. Yeah, that's made me feel bad now. Sorry, Avon. Uh, Stefan says it was a massacre after the first goal. Certainly we knew was. that. We knew that though. We know that the moment we go uh, we go a goal up against a team that's using a low block and playing anti football, we know that once that happens, that the team the game opens up. 
drastically and we start to see a lot of more fluid, free-flowing football. And we and we, we saw a lot of that today. A lot, uh, a lot. 34th minute. Kivyar on the left. I've spelled it K-I-V-I-O-R, as he should spell his surname. There's no W yep. in there. Curls a long ball into the six-yard box, and Saka gets ahead to it and misses the target. Great chance. So that's a couple of times now. We've seen players... It was Gabriel last game where he called one in right from. Uh, I mean, that guy doesn't get enough talking about it. Gabriel's ball for that um, goal in the last game where he, he did it virtually from the left back position, the length of the field onto the foot of whoever scored the goal, and uh, and then Kivior's doing it again, long reaching crosses into the box, and then Saka must have been kicking himself after that, wasn't he? He's uh, he has a lot of opportunities, doesn't he? Saka. He gets a lot of opportunities to put the ball into the back of the net. I've got 35 minutes. Saka should have scored. 36 minutes. Saka should have scored again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was so excited. I've got uh, I've got both those down. Another chance for Saka as Erdegaard breaks the West Ham. Wham. Back line with a perfect short through ball. Saka's shot blocked by keeper. You could see Saka was on one, wasn't he? He's he was ready. complaining that Saka's been off form for, what, the last month or so. And don't ever yep. complain that Saka's off form. He's, he's like a fine wine. He's just going to get better and better and better. And 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 don't bother moaning because he, it's not going to be long, is it? And then, like you said, 32nd. Uh, oh, yeah, lead up to the, the penalty. What happened? So we've got 37 minutes here. Um, foul from the keeper. It's an, it's an unusual over-the-top ball with uh, Saka doing really well to keep on side. The VAR were desperate to chalk that one off. Desperate. They were like, oh, we, we need to stare at everything here. So foul had a game that he would like to forget. I think that's <laughs> safe to say, as did their left back. I'm not sure who that was. Um, but yes, uh, it was. Uh, it's a penalty. I found it weird when the when the foul happened and the referee pointed to the penalty spot. I didn't I didn't hear anything in the stadium. It, it went silent, so I didn't know what was going on. I was like I was watching I a silent film. Try and do was... their best to disallow it. Yeah, well, they were trying to do oh, that. Always, they were trying to do that, but um, yeah, I was like, oh, so it is it is a penalty? Okay, right, it is a penalty. The keeper's got a card, yellow card, which I find unusual as well. Generally, we don't see a card. And a penalty being given at the same uh, mm. same instance, so that was unusual. Um, but then you know VAR desperately tried to chalk it off the offside. I think they um, three minutes. Yeah, three odd plus minutes. It's just all very boring. And uh, yeah, Saka buries it to make it two nil. Uh, borrows it, uh, borrows it, <laughs> uh, places it into the uh, bottom right hand corner. His right hand side, uh, left hand side to the keeper. Completely dives the wrong way, and we make it two nil. What do you think about the build-up to the penalty? Because, I, I mean, I've never taken a penalty in my life. I've not played a game of football since 1980. And he was uh, looked nervous. Like he was waiting and waiting and waiting. I thought, oh, God, the longer you leave... As a general rule, the longer you leave it with a penalty, the, the more the pressure builds up. And then he does the little... The little... Uh, the the, the sacker shuffle, as it will be called, before the penalty. And then he strode up, spanked it slightly to the right of centre in the uh, in the goal, and the goalie went the wrong way. Uh, were you, the build-up to him taking the penalty, were you worried at all? Or any any cause for concern? No. no. Um, the guy is cool as a cucumber. You, the thing is, regardless of how you act and how nonchalant you are, um, people are going to judge body language and they're all going to go, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's not looking good. 
that's why we saw a lot of it um, towards la- late, what was it, um, late of last season, where we would see the player holding onto the ball and then they pass it over just before it was going to happen to the guy who's going to put it into the back of the net. We saw that quite a lot last season. Uh, and I kind of liked it. It took away the pressure from the penalty taker. But they know Saka's got this. It was this time last April um, that Saka uh, missed a penalty in that exact same game uh, against West Ham at uh, at the uh, at the London Stadium. So um, it was good to see him have the confidence to step back up again today, put it into the back of the net. No worries. All good. No stress for me. Yeah, I'm just going and finding a couple of little pictures that I want to share with you wonderful people. Uh, click this button here, desktop, and there they are. Uh, Arsenal winning the internet, as usual, with a little bit of cheekiness. This is very good. Whoever did this, take a bow, son, and have yourself a medal. <laughs> uh, for those at home on the bus, walking the dog and filling the dishwasher, we're listening to you on your earbuds. There is the West Ham fans leaving on the 49th minute. I've got a better picture of that. And then, you know, the picture from last week where Erdegaard took um, Stuart McFarlane's cameras taking pictures of him and so this looks like um Erdegaard is in a higher tower somewhere and he's got the camera that picture and he's taking a picture of all the West Ham fans leaving Arsenal win again and that is some um, quick thinking from people very quick thinking I like that that's good and these two bloody reprobates that is on the this is uh is Fergus on the left and Trev on the right from the Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast. Both of them have been on this quite a few times, and I've been on theirs a few times. Lovely, lovely gentlemen. Look at them. They had to have a, a bit of a lay down after that because, quite frankly, they're, they're both graying and getting older. I think it was Fergus's birthday last week. I think it was 53 or 54. Cheeky monkey. Um, yeah, so it's lovely to see uh, two friends of mine l- loving life, which is Good. great. Good to see. Uh, we had a couple of people come and join that I couldn't say hello to because I was pressing buttons. Zaid is there from Jordan. Oh, I'd like to be somewhere warm. That's why I'm so in, enthralled by watching Jay Sreezy. And uh, Awkward Travels, she is also in India. She's in Mumbai, and he's just gone to Delhi. I don't like Delhi. Lovely, some lovely cities in and places around India, but Delhi, too chaos, old, decrepit, and dirty. But again, it is ginormous. Um, Avon is there. Did anyone think the Rice goal was a bit Xhaka esque? The same goal he scored against Chelsea. Literally yes. the same goal. Uh, same goal. Um, Demsek is there. Hello, Governor. Hi, guys. After a dodgy start, Kivio had a good game. We were mentioning that. And he says, We were used to playing with an inverted left back. Kivio is more of a traditional left back. Now, that is a very good point, isn't it? We don't need, I said this a month ago, we don't need an inverted left back at all because we had that last season because we had no defensive midfielders. Jorginho wasn't playing. We didn't have Rice. Xhaka was playing further up the field and doing wonders. And Party was out injured. So we, that's when we needed an inverted left-back to come into the defensive midfield role and then soak stuff up. We don't need that now, which is why Zinchenko isn't working. Am I wrong, Deke? I don't think you're wrong in the sentiment. I oh, still... There, uh, yeah, there is a but. <laughs> I still like to use an inverted wing-back. I think that when Timber is back, I think we'll see a lot more of those uh, those uh, inverted runs that he makes. He yeah, did it a lot. He did it so much for Ajax, and that's exactly why um, Arteta signed him from Ajax. 
is because he makes those inverted deep runs. He's basically got that um, that party Declan Rice ability, but from a left-back position. Um, and I think that will really introduce something really different. We've only seen glimpses of it in preseason and for about 20, 20 minutes of it in the first game of the season. We're still talking about it. It's February. And we're still talking about Timber. He's probably the most watched player right now for all Arsenal fans on how his recuperation is going and everything in between. So No pressure. I, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Exactly. No pressure. I think, yeah, you know, Kivio does play a more traditional left-back role, but I think that's basically on personnel choice. Um, I think if Arteta had his way of choosing, he'd be starting Timber, um, you know, and, and and playing that inverted wing-back role. So we'll, we'll see what happens and we'll see how it adapts. I think we're seeing a lot more understanding and fluidity of the front four of Trossard, Havertz, Saka and Martinelli. Today, I thought we saw it really, really well. Odegaard as well had a really good game and West Ham just didn't really get close to him. They weren't really testing him enough um, and they got punished for it. So I think we saw um, a team that are in full confidence and they're you know, going to go into February with uh, their heads held high. You know, we've got Porto, haven't we? Uh, first knockout, have we got it this month? Or is it next month? Oh, I think, yeah, it is this month. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's this month, guys. So we've got the Champions League coming back as well. That's going to... Don't think of it as, oh, an extra game to be played. I think that's going to bolster us more. We're going to beat Porto. We're going to beat Porto. There's no, there's no yeah. stress there. It's a, good, it's a good pick for us. Let's p- proceed and get through to the next round. Let's catch up with the chat. Uh, Archangel says the ref seemed to, apolog- to seemed apologetic to had uh, to having to give it. Correct. Uh, Patrick says Saka was way on side. No VR needed. Yeah. Yep. Um, smiley faces from Archangel and Richie Dubfella. Howdy doody. Paul, the Everton fan, says, I played against Liverpool Prison 11 team. Two of them escaped at half time. Uh, you know, I said my mate was an Everton fan, um, Paul. Here we are. Because all my Arsenal supporting mates are arseholes, that's Dean on the right hand side. That's the Champions League final. I couldn't get any of my dozen or so Arsenal supported mates to come to the Champions League final. And I was just there and back on the same day. They couldn't be fucking bothered. So Dean came with me. And uh, there is a video of me and Dean driving around the back streets of Paris, which is a shithole. Um, but it's a little bit abusive of some of the, oh, hello, senor, big nose. Oh, I'm doing that all day long. And I was nearly getting murdered because uh, he didn't know when to shut up. But it was a great time. Great good days. Time. Good times. Good memories. Avon says, have you seen when's kickoff, dad, every 15 minutes, son? <laughs> no. <laughs> you find a link for that, Avon. Um, put it in the chat and I'll go and get it. Trevor, mate of mine, um, who I didn't ask to come to the Champions League final. I've known Trevor for, God, 35 years. Lucky win today. Have you done Amiga games yet? Since he's soccer 34. I don't know what that means. Have you done my... Oh, I used to get... Trevor used to copy me Commodore Amiga games because he was a lucky Oh, uh, right, okay. I said, Trevor, can I have these 10 games and he just do them for me? Allegedly. Ah, says I. Patrick Jordan thrown under the bus by FIFA, gifting Qatar the Asia Cup. Did Qatar win it again? Scumbags. I don't know if they're scumbags. I'm just saying it. Oh, Drago is here. Oi, oi. The Arsenal sensation, sensational today. Lovely stuff. Stefan says, I nearly put delete your comment there. My fat fingers. They just put Carnu on the TV. What a player. Pete Little. Uh, hello, Pete. Choo-woo. 
Uh, evening, good evening, gentlemen. The Havertz Trussard really worked well today. It's only a matter of time until everything was going to start. Oh, Deke's got something to say. He's waving his finger. No, no, I'm just yeah. saying because I was, I, I was super excited at the beginning of the game at the Trussard Havertz thing and the false mm. nine interlinking. I keep thinking of uh, uh, Blade Runner 2047 every time oh. I say interlinking. Um, but yeah, it, the, the connection that they were building, I, I was really enjoying it. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll see that throughout the rest of the season. So I'm very happy with the Havertz-Trossard thingy that's going on. Very happy. 38 minutes, Nigeria nil, Ivory Coast nil. Right, let's get a wiggle on and get through some of these comments. You've all been kind enough to turn up. So it's the very least, and I do mean the least I can do to highlight them. Archangel says Porto in two weeks. Avon says Burnley away, Porto away, Newcastle at home, Porto at home. Demsec, it's rare unless Champions League final against Barcelona. A goalkeeper gets a red. I'm not talking about that. Um, uh, uh, well, I don't follow her. Uh, Phil Mack has finally turned up. Evening, fellas. But I've been snoozing. I went to sleep. Only got to wake up at six o'clock because I needed a wee. Demsec, taking pens is now a fur- a further made difficulty for, ta- for the taker having to wait for VAR. That's three minutes. I, I roughly timed it out. Uh, oh, Nigeria have just scored, apparently. So people are saying, Phil says, great to see us taking our chances and shafting the London plastic hammers. It was indeed. It's on the same old Arsenal Twitter. Uh, Kanu dancing. Nice to see. Clock end 79. Rice cheap 105. You, I think that must be an emoticon on the Twitter. I can't Probably. see it. Trossard only 60 million, cheaper than Mudrick, turning out to be a brilliant business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, Trossard 60 million cheaper than Mudrick. In this, yes. indeed. What are you going to say? Yes. No, I was just going to say Trossard. I love the fact that we signed Trossard. Um, and he is becoming a more and more important player for again this season. He's going to um, have so, his bad time, his bad days. He's not guaranteed. Yep. He's not a Declan yep. Rice or a Saliba yep. or Gabriel. He's not guaranteed of, of starting every game. And that, that makes it harder for a player. And he's done well. And he will done really well. And he was a bargain. He was he, Exactly. He was a bargain. No, he's he's doing really well. He's game. Premier League proven. He's got both feet. He's got the ability to play left, right, centre mid, striker. I, we're, we're blessed to have a player of his ability and and it's funny as well because he's one of the older players at the club. Because <laughs> you don't have to be very old to be very old at Arsenal now. And in the immortal words of our very own Josh, who is on gardening leave, Leandro Trossard is just a Belgian arse of in Josh, January 2023. You're right 50% of the time on this one. And hopefully... yeah, I didn't do a prediction show last night because Stan was busy. And Mike was busy. Mike Hertz was busy, and then I I, I gave up and played football manager. I'm in season. I'm in the eleventh tier now. I did seven consecutive invincibles. Then I lost one game and won the title. Then I lost two games, won the title. And this season I've lost three, and it's actually a challenge. So uh, there you go. Oh, I was reading Anne's question um, thing. That's all right. Tross- Trossard missed a penalty. Uh, plenty of chances during the first third of the game. Against a stronger side, he might not have scored. Takes too long to be clinical. Good result, though. Oh, Deke's shaking his head. He scores against lots of top clubs. He scores against Liverpool very casually. Um, and they're the best team in the league at the moment. Um, you know, points-wise and goal difference-wise. Um I think Trossard gets a lot of flack. I think he started the season really badly 
But then so did Martinelli and Saka. You know, we were talking about for a very long time about when he was going to get going. And Erdegaard's been poor this season as well. I think it. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it's about, you know, cohesion. I think we saw a team today that have gelled very well with a style that fits with them. And we're going to go on and see that throughout the rest of the season. I I really love Trossard. I love everything about him. He's got great hold-up play for such a small guy. He gives so much and he offers a lot of different avenues that you can kind of manipulate and change the game to having having him on the field. He's like the the most utility man we've had in a very long time up there with like Alexander Kleb and stuff like that. But at least Trossard scores because Kleb never scored. He just always passed the ball. Yeah, I was watching a video last night about Van Persie. I didn't realise what an arsehole he was growing up. What an arsehole he was at Arsenal. His first season, he went to prison for being accused of stuff. Then was let out when it was uh, non- didn't not he, contested. Didn't he have like a fight with Walcott and like want to beat him up? Well, he had a fight in um, when he was. Uh, I don't know I watched the Romario one after that. He was also had a fight uh, and lots of numbers. Trossard missed plenty. Oh, we did that one. Russell yes. he- Heady. Hello, Russell. If you're new, uh, nice of you to join us. Feel free to subscribe. I will send you a thousand pound in in the post if you do. Uh, why does everyone think Timber, uh, I need to press stop cam there, is a left back? He's right footed and mainly plays right back. Well, I'll tell you why. It's a That's little bit confusing correct. so far. Uh, uh, transfermarket.com, he's only 22 years old. Is uh, They have him, main position, centre back, which he's not. Other positions, left back, right back, and he's right footed. So I think he's as a young man, like most young players, you have the ability to play absolutely anywhere. And I think his best position hasn't been moulded into him yet. And I think, what, what do you think his best position is going to end up being? Or is it too early to say? I think it will probably be right back. I think, you know, we'll see what happens with Ben White. Um, who knows? He might end up drop getting dropped for Timber because Timber just outperforms him. But, you know, it's going to take a bit of time. So, for now, we tried preseason. We were using Timber at left back, and he performed that position exemplarily. It was just he was phenomenal in that position. Really, really re- played really, really well. And as I said, we're going to use him. I'm going to assume anyway. If I was Arteta, using him as the inverted wing back and having him carrying through the ball through the middle, um, which he can do his right foot from the left back position. I don't think there will be any issues there. Um, Smart people made some comments, but we need, need to get on with this because uh, otherwise we'll be waffling. Right, so we've done the the, uh, the Ferguson Trev celebrating. I've shown that. Uh, did we do the second goal, the the Rice free kick? We've done the second goal. We're on the third goal now. Uh, so... 43 minutes. I've got it here. Go if on you want to chuck the picture up. So Rice again showing his dead ball ability, but it's Gabrielle this time. Uh, to make it 3-0. It was from a, uh, as you can see, Rice is down here in the uh, closest to camera. This is a free kick. It's another one of those ones where Havertz and Gabriel are starting in an offside position, come into play uh, back onside just as the ball is about to be kicked and therefore bamboozling the West Ham defenders. Uh, And Gabriel has a pretty much clean and open header to have uh, Areola completely flapping in the wind like his... uh, his, uh, his teammate, Flapiansky, um, who was sitting on the bench. But yeah, once again, Rice is having a great game. This is two assists now. And the West Ham, this is my really bad pun, West Ham boos are boosting him. Yeah. Ooh. You like that stuff? That was pretty good. I do. And here's the first goal. 
Here's the second goal. First goal. Second goal. Beckham, the goalie is nowhere near ready, is he? The second goal, he's squatted down. And the first goal, he's gone, he's gone early. Yes. It's uh, And the penalty one... He's laying on the floor by the time Saka scored. I like the little and, leg flick up. That's nice. It's like a oh, hello, like one of your French players. Hello. <laughs> Always nice yeah. to see. Always nice Thank to see. You. But yeah, Declan Rice had an incredible game. Incredible game. Uh, first half, the, my word for the day would be deadly. Uh, mine would be moist. Right. Nice. Straight after four minutes later, I don't have anything else other than the goal. What was the uh, the 4 0? What was that goal? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Erdegaard and Trossard combining really, really well. Um, and it was it was like a little this is this is the dangerous thing with Trossard. He's got the ability to both use both feet. So when you are trying to defend him, you've got to put him on his weak foot. Mm. But Liverpool did that with Virgil van Dijk, put him on his weak foot, and he buried it under Allison. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, Trossard, composure. He's very good at um killing the ball taking a breath in the right moment and then t- uh, and then slotting it into the top right-hand corner. He's done that numerous times this season and he's done it here again to make it 4-0. Um, I've been saying for ages that I wanted to see free-flowing, full-snine football and we saw it today in the best example possible. So I'm very happy. Very happy. Um, right, I need to go and get rid of this photo. I was delighted. Uh, a few stats. Four goals in 15 minutes. Wow. Three goals in six minutes. Wow. Touches in the box. Uh, I don't know what point this is. 25-0. That is about yep. as wonderful as you can get. Here's my own screen grab. Yeah, there we uh, are. The West Ham fans leaving with uh, the little thing, our uh, 49th minute. I was having shot. a I was having a debate with a with a friend in my Discord who's a West Ham fan and he said you know let's be honest you know if you were in that position would you do the same and I'm like well if no. I've got if I've got a ticket uh, a season ticket or something like that I'm going to want to support the team uh, you know what if the players were like ah oh, do you know what I don't really want to play this anymore I think the fans would have something to say about it I understand where he's coming from my friend uh, Cal um, about it you know it is it must be difficult to, nice I love that image. It's obviously difficult to uh, watch that onslaught, but you've got to bear in mind going out before half time has even struck, you've still got the same amount of time left on the clock that Arsenal have used to go themselves to put themselves 4 0 up. The last time we saw Arsenal go 4 0 up uh, in a game like that, it was against Newcastle back in 2011. And if you do have your memory uh, still, guys and girls, uh, we drew four all in that game because Newcastle scored four in the second half. I remember texting my mate Rube at half time going, ha ha ha. And then I got numerous phone calls at the end of the game, which I promptly ignored. Quite rightly. So uh, for half time, four nil up. No, four, five yep. nil up. Four nil up, four nil up at half time. Ah, oh, okay. It was seven minutes of extra time at first yep. half. So it throws everything off a little bit. Because I'm thinking that that was 47 and the next goal was on 46. It's not. It was 45 plus, plus, plus. So straight after the uh, the, the game restarts, a 46th yep. minute. Again. Um, one, two, three. Why have I got... So what we at, what was it at half time? So so the forty sixth minute. This is throwing you off big time, isn't it? It Danny? is. So forty sixth minute, we scored the fourth goal in the yeah. first half because there was seven minutes of added time. 
And that's the Trossard goal. And then, exactly. And then second half kicked off. And on the 46th minute of the second half, so a minute in, okay? So we've done 46 minutes again. Oh, it's this one. should have... Trossard, yeah. No, 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 no. no. That's not it yet. That's not it yet. That's... uh, I don't think I've got a picture of it then. That's... uh, I'll get rid of that. That's all right. That's slightly further up, but... uh, Oh, it's uh, 62 minutes. Um... No, Trossard should have left it for Erdegaard, and Erdegaard should have done. Uh, Trossard should have done better, or left it for Erdegaard, and he could have potentially had a better opportunity, maybe with his right foot. But you know, we've seen weirder things. Um, but yeah, this is this is the point where I start to really realise that West Ham, obviously Arteta's plan was constantly putting really great dead balls into the uh, into the box, putting crosses in and everything in between, and West Ham are struggling, really, really struggling. I don't have another highlight now until 57, Danny, so I don't know if you have anything in between. From now on, I am going to put 45 plus one, which is what that goal should have been. My next note is the 57th minute. Oh. Erdegaard to Havertz to Saka, who runs along the inside of the box, looking for a shot and comes to nothing. You're thinking, well, the West Ham haven't learned their lesson. And then the 62nd minute was uh, the, the, the Saka goal. Wasn't it? I've got. Uh, if, did you say fifty-seven minutes with the Saka Erdegaard Havertz with just sort yep. of interlinking football? Was, that was, that was really fell in love with wonder. that. Really fell in love with that. And uh, yeah, sixty-two minutes. Erdegaard to Saka, and Saka, as you can see on the image here, if you're listening to this, you can obviously just gonna have to watch it again. But Saka's on his on his golden left foot, and you're thinking didn't even know he had a left foot. Ex- well, this is very true. I, everyone's thinking he's probably even even if even in this still image you see Areola leaning on his right foot to go to his right because we're all thinking that um, Saka's going to put it across the keeper but he puts it near post yeah. bamboozles everyone 5-0 and then hello Mr Saka going up to the camera giving a little you know who I am don't hey. ever doubt me I'm one of the greatest young players in the world. He scored 50 goals now for the Arsenal, right? Is that right? That was his 51st. He said that uh, he's finished his first 50 and he started his second 50. I love it. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And then the game was running out. I was skip, 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 skipping because I realised I had eight minutes until the podcast start was meant to start. And even then I was six minutes late. Um, 64th minute, Saka and Martinelli on the right. When White lays it off for Rice to have a pot shot from 25 yards out and he spanks it home. Look at that. Against yeah. the team that have given you nothing but grief for the last uh, well, the last two times we've played them. He's one of he's probably one of the greatest Premier League players you've ever had at the club. Yep. And he does that little bit of he magic. He goes and wins Wonderful. you a European championship. Yeah. Uh for the first time that I've ever seen West Ham play for European football. Um, unbelievable player. Um, the fact that we signed him for uh, you know 105 million pounds, and everyone was giving loads of grief to the Arsenal, going, "Ah, you spent so much money." The guy is the guy is worth that and more. You know, we saw it a few months ago that there's been a uh, a GoFundMe of Arsenal fans trying to raise another extra 25 million to give to West Ham because we've basically mm-hmm. stolen him. Mm-hmm. Then yes, but this is a very reminiscent. It was weird. There was like a moment where the ball passed through Erdegaard and Trossard where they were both like, to you, to me, no, to you or to me. And then none of them touched it. And Rice just went, oh, well, I'll I'll have a little hit at this then, shall I? And it's very reminiscent of the goal that he scored against Chelsea. Um, So uh, it's it's nice to see that he's got that in his locker. I'm hoping to see more of it. But yeah, what a game. 
for the man to return to the London Stadium to get himself two assists and a goal playing from a number six position. Um, ah, Rudy has turned up. Afternoon, Governor. Boy 10 is there. He's full of beans. 4-0 at half-time. Trussard goal, 45 plus 2. Yeah, I figured that out now. Uh, Pete Little, do you have the distance uh, Erdegaard covered? No, because I'd only have the basic um, place, websites to go to. They don't let me on the proper ones. And Phil said, I watched the first half on mobile phone in a restaurant whilst having roast chicken without Yorkshire, without Yorkshire pudding. I'm not going to read the rest of that. You don't have roast without Yorkshire pudding, so you are an animal. Boy 10, yes, that was 51 goals and 49 assists. They also said before the game, Trossard has a goal or assist every 99 minutes for us. I don't know if that's good or bad. I I really like Trossard. Mm. I really like Trossard. Formerly Nosa has turned up. Moy's team struggling against set pieces are quite surprising. Evening, folks. Uh, Russell, Heady, 100, Hall, and 100 goals or assists in 220 matches. Incredible player. And he's not playing up top, guys. He's playing from the right-wing position. So, you know, if if he can eclipse what Salah is doing from that kind of position and that kind of style... I think we've got a player on our hands, guys. Well, we already know we do, but you know what I mean? I think we've got a guy that's going to go and win us Champions Leagues, Premier League titles. Hopefully. Uh, good point from Boy10. Uh, Rice is the only £100 million midfielder worth the money. Very true. Um, Demsec says a goalkeeper had a game of, uh, had a horror of a game. What else have we got in here? Um, Rudy says Trossard was class. Yeah. Um, uh, Phil says. Not an animal, just not a northerner. I would eat. One time when I was ill and Sean's mum lived there, she, I felt ill, so she meant to make me an entire tray of Yorkshire pudding, without, I mean, not like Yorkshire puddings, and in a giant Yorkshire pudding in a baking tray, and I had a pint of thick gravy on it, and that made me feel better. Mm, gravy. I do like gravy. Formerly Noza, Chelsea is the biggest loser when it comes to Rice, and I'm happy with that. They let Rice and Saka go on the same day. No, Rice and Eddie go on the same day. Uh, Russell Heady says, same 11 versus Burnley. Um, yeah. Yes. Should we? Will yes. we? Yes. Well, the, the, the Goldie and the backlog can't really change. Erdegaard, Rice, have uh, Havertz is in the wrong position. Erdegaard, Rice, Trossard. I think you might see a different from Trossard. Um, because um, Arteta does love to drop players after they've had a good game. But I'd be very happy with that. No I'd, I'd be came. very surprised if there's any changes, especially with the ESR injury. Mm. I, think, uh, I think we might see more Jorginho, maybe Jorginho stepping in. Have that top top Jorginho playing alongside Rice. We've seen Jorginho do that and perform very, very well. So maybe we'll see that again. Rudy says we're missing five first-team players. It only it can only get better from now on. Correct. So that five would be Timber at left-back, and then it would be Party in the central midfield, Jesus up front. I wouldn't classify Zinchenko as a, uh, as a first-team player. He's dead to me. Uh, Stefan says, I went to a restaurant in York and had Yorkshire pudding and gravy for a starter. Well, honestly, when we have Christmas dinner, I have my own jug of gravy, uh, a yeah, litre of my own gravy. Yeah. I have occasionally got leftovers, put them in the gravy, stirred it up and ate it like a soup meal. 
Darren. A boy turned ESR injured. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he's got a twisted uh, ankle or something, ankle. but we don't know anything more than that at the moment. But he's uh, yeah, he's injured himself in training, so I'm hoping it's nothing serious. But the fact that he's the bit they're they're being really coy on it, Danny worries yeah. me. Oh, it's constant. It was if it is an injury, Danny. If it is an injury, his Arsenal career is done. If you're a football manager, you just say, no, I can't be bothered here. I'm released on a free. Or you use the editor and go terminate contracts, which is what I do all the time with shitty players. Best way to handle a player who's going, I'm not playing enough in football manager, you take him down to uh, uh, an impact sub, no matter who he is, put him in the under-18s. Six weeks later, oh, he's happy again. Oh, I always threaten to sell him. If they give me jip about first-team football, I go, well, then we're going to have to have a clean break with him. And they go, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'll go. No, 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 no. You've moaned once. That's enough. You're gone. I put them up for sale and everything. I don't care. Uh, Foreman Nosley says, Toma, Foreman Nosley, I don't even know what a Nosley is. Nosley says, Tommy for Kivior, perhaps. Yeah, and lots of numbers should have worked. Tommy's injured, though, at the moment. So More on our goal. Oh, yeah, Mr. Boblex has turned up. Uh, we should have won 10 0. Yes. Uh, Rudy says, Tommy is a first teamer. If he stayed fit, I think he would be. Yep. Uh, Clockend has said, Raya uh, took a few high crosses. As much as we love Ramsdale, Raya is the settled as number one. Definitely. Uh, he's been my number one since the moment we signed him. That's that's no longer a conversation. Yeah. Uh, Russell Heady, Tommy Ashu, Smith Rowe, Partizan, Zinchenko, Jesus, all very injury prone. Yep. It's the history of the Arsenal, though. Oh, we've got a new name on Twitter, Fergus McCormack. Ooh. I hate saying this, but ESR, but is the ESR at the level we need? Well, I think we're being very polite with him. I think the game time that we'll see maybe will be shop window game time. Yeah. I'd be very, I'd be, Danny, would you be very surprised if he's in the team uh, for next year? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. Demsec, the image shows how much Saka has. Uh, Bob Lex was drinking it with, with a West Ham fan and it was one-sided. I hate West Ham. They were the last team to win at Highbury and the first team to win at uh, the Emirates. And I was with a West Ham fan then. Mr. Pun time. there, Mr. Bob Lex. That's really stressed me out. I was drinking with a West Ham fan and it was one-sided. What, you were drinking and the other one wasn't? Cider. No cider. Sided. No, I don't no. Phil, hey, Avon. I was talking to Avon. Fergus, again, he's shone a few seasons back, but taking into account his injuries, he is just not at that level. Since the end of the 21-22 seasons, he started two Premier League games. That one is an actual correct fact, because I went and checked it myself. Brady's banana, Yorkshire puds, the size of the plate, put your whole roast inside, lived in Hull for four years and had one in the pub every Sunday lunch. Fuck about. Do you know what they used to do, Danny, back in the medieval times? They used to make like Yorkshire pudding plates, but like, but more rustic. Oh, like, so, like with Mexican food. So it was like a plate, but made of, it was, it wasn't Yorkshire pudding, but it was a bit rougher. It was tough bread, but it, the, the, the purpose is you put all your food on the, on the bread plate and the gravy will soak in. And therefore, once you've eaten your meal and you're still oh, hungry, you just eat the direction. plate, just eat the plate. I feel like we've gone backwards in society, Danny. I don't know about you, but we've gone backwards. Unbelievable. Don't talk to me about food. Um, uh, Al Luca AFC, who has a very nice YouTube channel. Just type Luca AFC in YouTube. Go and find him and watch some of his stuff. Very nice man. 
Uh, Demsek Saka, 210 games, 51 goals, 49 assists. I'd say world-class. We're not allowed to say that. Uh, Bob Lex has sobered up. I do drink cider, but also tequila and a, and a Jägermeister. Jäger bombs. Why are you 17? Grab yourself, man. I've never even tried it. I don't drink. Anyway, uh, Boy 10, they made a plate out of Yorkshire pudding. Sinful. Yeah, it was kind of like a, it was like a, a tough bread kind of thing, but the gravy would soak through and, and loosen it. And if you were still hungry after you've eaten your meal, you can eat your plate. Colin Addy uh, on YouTube it says he, he likes uh, Brady Bananas idea uh, da, 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 where are we down to uh, Rudy think the break in Dubai has come for the right time as I think not enough has been made out of that four back to back wins uh, how many of those were before and after the break I couldn't tell you but uh, it's definitely worked out Pete Little they do Yorkshire pub meals in Prague, and it's cheap too. I was Prague. watching a bloke called Borden Bankrupt on YouTube because I can't leave the house and travel like I'd like to, as in I can't at all. I watch a load of YouTubers that go around and do this or people on Twitch, and he was there in Prague. What a what a his, beautiful historical city with wonderful buildings. Very nicely. Went there a number of years ago. I fell in love with the strudel and the beer. So stunning. Strudel there is so good. So good in Prague. Um, Brady's <laughs> banana, mini Yorkshire, the work of the devil. Go big or go big or go home. Uh, Russell says Manwari looked very confident and great to see him uh, get minutes aged 60. Yeah, he come on 77th yeah, minute. Come on, which was really, really nice. And we saw Cedric as well, so that's always a good time. But uh, Manwari, yeah, he looked uh, spectrum. <laughs> Manwari looked very comfortable on the ball and he looked like he wanted to get involved, so I was happy with that. Uh, so hopefully we'll see some more of him uh, throughout the season. Des Moran, who is the the mystic of ABW, he put in the last, the Man United, in the Liverpool game, I've never believed more in my life we're going to beat them 3-1. We poo-pooed him. We, we, none of us agreed with him. Oh, a few did. And uh, it was 3-1. So Des Moran is Des the mystic Moran. That's his name from now on. Nice. Mr. Boblex is 43. Good number. You were one out from the meaning of life. There was at one point a minute ago, 80 of you watching on various platforms. It'd be lovely if you could all give us a thumbs up. And if you could maybe subscribe, you probably will regret it and end up unsubscribing a little while later because uh, we've got 33 people have given us a thumbs up. How many of you have given us a thumbs down? We're going to go and see if any West Ham fans are watching. Just reloading the stats page. We've had no thumbs down. And Whilst you're saying that, Danny, I looked at the Sky Sports uh, coverage video of the game. Yeah. The top comment was from a guy at Theo Walcott, 14. Solid stuff. Um, Carragher, in quotes, why are they scoring more goals? They've scored one. Keep it down and get in the tunnel, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Good times. Wonderful. I saw that comment. I was like, I have to screenshot that. That's brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Yes. Um, right, so we've almost done the hour. I don't want to go on too long. We've got one question from Phil. Will it be a good one? Nah, 50-50. Trossi to start when Jesus is fit. Defo deserves a run of games. Yes, yes. I think I think, I think we keep the, the same formula uh, for as many games as we can possibly get. Colin Addis subscribed. Well, thank you. You will probably regret it. Unless you like grown men talking bollocks. Then you will probably like it. Uh, Bob Lex is still somewhere. Uh, I think he's had those ciders. He's, it's gone to his head. And, <laughs> he's having uh, a good time. He's yes. celebrating a fantastic win 
against a London rival away from home. Uh, is that the biggest recorded win for Arsenal away from home? Twenty no. odd years. Something I mean, like. in recent time, I'd say probably. Yeah. Um, Boy 10, controversial as always. Don't really think Dubai has anything to do with current results. Team was always going to catch form eventually with the way we were playing. That is also true. Final comment from Pete. Maybe it's a little bit of column from column A and a little bit from column B. Mm, Possibly. Uh, Havertz and Werner, both good footballers. Havertz uh, at a good club where Werner is not. Wise words, Pete. Wise words. Agreed. Agreed. Right, Deke, that is us done. The hour mark, lovely. Uh, if you are new people, give us a subscribe. If you are on Twitter and we're not following you, just just tweet us and go, oi, scumbags, what the fuck are you playing at? And we'll follow you back. Um, because we've uh, just 35,100 are with fo- followers on, on the Twitters now, which is nice. And we will be back sometime midweek with a podcast, not sure when. And then I might do a preview show for the next game, which I think somebody said is, is Burnley. It is. It is. So I'm is pretty sure it's be, Burnley. Yeah, it's Burnley on the 17th of February, which I'm going to go and have a look. That is next Saturday at three o'clock. And then midweek on the 21st, which is going to be the Wednesday, we have the Porto away game. Um, yeah, so we'll be back for that. Will you be free to join me for both of those games? I should be all good and gravy. No, don't talk about gravy. We've had enough gravy tonight. Thank you very much, everybody. Stefan says thanks. Uh, Phil says have a good week. Russell Heady, great show. And lots of numbers, great show. Thanks, guys. Brilliant from the Arsenal today. Colin Addy says uh, thanks, lads. Patrick Carlson says thanks. Rudy says bye, guys. It's been a pleasure as usual. Stop it. You make me Stunning stuff, boys. Thank you. Appreciate it. I've not had anything to eat yet today. And all we've done is talk about my favourite food. Um, and I've run out of cold meat, so I'm going to have to go and cook something. I've got three steaks in the fridge, not interested. Not don't a steak, like steak. I know. Unless you can pan fry it, which I can't, because I'd end up dropping the pan on my lap and then I'd have to go to the hospital. Deke, you have been uh, effervescent. You have been slightly leathery, and uh, your hair has been um, fluffy. Yes, it is fluffy. Got um, no product in it. You can just about see the hairs on the top of my head because I couldn't be bothered to have a shave. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Shameful. Right, people, thank you very much, and we will see you midweek for a podcast. Fuck knows who's going to be on it. And here's Steve and Dave with some wise words. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. You nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at him. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.